Today's episode is going to be a little bit different because today I'm going to describe the Stop the Mind Screw process, where I came up with it, why I came up with it, and what it means. And the whole object of it is to get and flow. So we're going to talk a little bit about that. You're listening to the Stop the Mind Screw podcast. I'm your host, Kathy Owen, certified fitness trainer and life coach since 2002, transforming lives in magic fashion, teaching Stop the Mind Screw process. So, what is a mind screw? Back to last week where we talked about it, it is simply living in victim mentality. And we all fall suspect to victim mentality, but we can control our thoughts and control our thought habits in a certain way and find flow. What is flow? Flow is basically a lighthearted way of living and accomplishing your goals, living your life, and just staying in the flow state. Flow state comes from the book Mihai Csikszentmihalyi titled Flow. And it is all about the optimal performance of living your life and living a high quality life. I am a survivor of complex post-traumatic stress disorder. That means that I still have triggers to this day. And I created the Stop the Mind Screw process to help me overcome triggers. And triggers are are everywhere. They happen to everybody. Just think of this as a trigger. You're getting pulled over by a police officer. The sirens in your 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 rearview mirror are a trigger and you get reactive. Reactivity takes you out of flow. Period. End of statement. We don't want to be out of flow. We want to try to maintain a flow state. You can get back into that flow state with Stop the Mind Screw process once the ticket's been written and everything's finished. You overcome that. You work through it with the Stop the Mind Screw process. I created this to help me overcome my triggers and my bad moods, my problems, and it helps me. If it helps you, great. But that's not what I wrote it for. That's not why I'm writing my book. I'm writing my book to get it out. I was listening to Jasmine Starr podcast. She's my coach right now. She's the owner and CEO of Social Curator. And this podcast episode really impacted me. And I'm going to play an excerpt from it. So you can kind of understand where I'm coming from and why I created the Stop the Mind Screw process. So here it is. I guess my last question to you is clearly we were raised in the same household. We were raised with the same parents and yet you've had a really good ability to, um, I don't want to say emotions because you don't, but you do know how to manage emotions far better than I do. And so what are you reading? What are you listening to? Where have you gotten to this point? Because I think that there's some practical things that you've even shared with me that have helped me. That one book by uh, Dr. Dweck, Mindset, has been a game changer for me, like a game changer. But what other tools and resources have helped you kind of like stabilize and think a little bit more analytically, logically, and non-emotionally? Okay, so this answer 
number one, it's not for the faint of heart. And number two, I hope people never have to experience it. So you could have read books on how to become a writer, but it isn't until the process of you writing a book that you understood. Yeah. And you could read books about how to be a public speaker or an orator. And it isn't until you stand on a stage and you do it again and again and again and again that you understand it. Mm -hmm. So when somebody says like, how do I shape my mindset? I can absolutely recommend a stack of books. But beyond that, if you don't have a penny, it is a daily practice to acknowledge what we know is true despite our feelings. Our feelings are real. But there are things that happen on the daily that are also real. And how I got to this point was being on the byproduct of being publicly shamed and dragged. And I don't talk about it at all on the podcast. It happened in a previous career. Uh, This being publicly shamed and being publicly hung out to dry and being publicly lied about and slandered and taking a little bit of truth and smearing my name in my career for years. I couldn't get out of, I couldn't get out of bed. This actually why I started therapy was because I couldn't get back to who I was. I kept on believing the lie. So I believed a lie because the internet said it was true for two years. And it took so much time to go back and tell myself what was true is that if I am one tiny percent better every day and one tiny 1% more cognizant of the decisions I'm making and the stories I'm telling myself, if I am one tiny bit smarter today than I was yesterday, that's the truth. And I should actually, we should honor, like when we say I'm not as smart as I would like to be, we could take that exact statement and raise our hands and say, I am not as smart as I want to be because we have a lifetime to get to where we want to go. Or we can have our hands down and say, I'm not as smart as I would like to be. Same sentence, different focus. And I don't want to act like I'm a robot. In fact, it's what people I hope hear more than anything. It's in my brokenness. I realize that there was only one truth. And that one truth is how are you going to show up in the world? And are you dedicated to trying to get better? And the reason I can say this in my brokenness is because I was trampled and I'm still walking. And I hope that I hope that nobody ever has to go through what I went through to show up in their true authenticity. And so like now when I hear comments around my dancing, my appearance, my cadence, my freckles, my hip size, my ethnicity, my gender, I laugh. I was like, oh, kitties, (laughs) y'all came as kindergartners to come against the professor of meanness. You will not. There's nothing that people could say on the Internet about me that will hurt because they don't know me. If somebody truly wants to hurt me, get to know me and say something that matters. And until then, I have learned you can't break me. Only I can break me. So if I decide to change the narrative, and Bianca, you do this so well, the same sentiment, the same sentence, and you hold your hands up, you're in power, and the exact same sentence, and you have your hands down, and you're in defeat. It is simply a perspective shift. That is it. Now, when she talked about her business triggers or her business upheaval, the people that were picking on her, slandering her, and there was some truth in those statements, 
picture this. I lived what she talked about with my children. My entire world was turned upside down because of I was slandered, I was bullied, I was treated horrible from the stepmom who married my husband right after we divorced. She was his secretary, so I'm not just daydreaming things that they were having an affair. (laughs) You know, it just happened, and that's fine. She can have my husband, but she tried to take over my children's life, and as their mother... It hurt like I wouldn't wish that on anybody. Just like Jasmine said, she wouldn't wish that on anybody what happened to her. Because it was horrible. And to this day, my boys are in their 20s. She still does this. Why? I had to go through years of therapy to overcome this. I had to do years of work. Otherwise, I probably wouldn't be here. Sherry saved my life. My therapist, Sherry. My therapy saved my life. Let's get back to her and her her aspect. And the reason I'm not really sharing my story, I let Jasmine tell the story, because it's very triggering. It's very upsetting for other people as well. But why do people do that? Why do people feel like they have to do that? Why does she do that to me? hurt people hurt people and it took me a couple of years of therapy and crying and moaning and boning in my victimhood which was rightfully so but therapy taught me something Sherry taught me something she taught me compassion I have major compassion for the woman that did what she did to me because she's hurting she's hurting y'all And, you know, to this day, she still stalks me on the internet. And I hope and pray she's listening to this right now. Because not only do I forgive her for what she did, which was horrible. I wouldn't wish it on anybody. Anybody. But I have major compassion for her because there's something really victim in her that has to hurt other people. So she feels better about herself, I guess. I don't know. I don't even think like her. I just know that something, and my ex-husband too, that he even allows that to go on. There's something really fundamentally wrong. I remember when Jennifer Aniston and Brad Pitt divorced. And she came out and said, he's missing an element And that element was like compassion, probably, I think. But that's neither here nor there. It that's what's missing. And to overcome victim mentality, you gotta stop mind screwing yourself. You gotta quit hurting other people because you're hurting. You heal yourself, and that is one of the steps in stop the mind screw is healing and revision. And so I did learn compassion. I learned how to have empathy for hurt people who hurt people. To this day, I still have triggers. I have a step-grandson, basically, 
and he's the same age as my boys were when they got divorced. I started noticing triggers come up when he turned two, which is when my boys, the age my boys were when we were divorced. And memories come back and they flash back with a vengeance. Another thing that happens to me is traveling. I can't travel. I don't like to travel. I'm happy where I'm at. But traveling is a trigger for me. And I know that sounds weird, but it it is what it is. And I'm working on it. And I'm overcoming it with my process. Stop the mind screw. And it's a process. It's a lifelong process. It's, it's something I will always have to go through. I will always have to work on because it's not just going to go away with a simple mindset shift. <laughs> but I do find flow. I always find flow. I always come back to my intuition, my heart. You know, your heart knows the way and that's what you need to fall back on. You find flow in chaos. If you can find flow in chaos, you are blessed. <laughs> you are truly blessed. So how does one do that? Well, I like controlled chaos where you can, you know, I'm working projects in my business and I, I control the chaos because I'm like, okay, I'm diving in and these are the steps I'm going to take. And I find flow in it and I find relief in it. It's like, what am I going to talk about on my podcast? I have so many friends who want to start a podcast and they won't do it because they're like, well, I don't know what I'm going to talk about. And trust me, it hits you. But that's called control chaos. You go into it and you just do it and you, you come out of it. I did a video on the Texas freeze and I'll put a link in the show notes on this because I found flow through that Texas freeze which happened a year ago um, it, it happened in in 2021 in February and I lived through it but because of my work I found flow in the chaos and that is chaos you can't control and actually I find joy in that I find passion in that and that's what I'm going to do I'm going to start traveling more or or stepping out of my so-called comfort zone believe me it's not a comfort zone it's very uncomfortable knowing without a doubt you are going to hit triggers when you do something that is fun to everybody else and you're sitting there going oh shit what is this this is horrible I'm having flashbacks I'm having pictures of a, a, a police officer pulling me over and I'm not even doing anything wrong. That, my friend, is a trigger from complex post-traumatic stress disorder. And it is a mind screw. And you can find flow in the chaos. And that's what I teach. And by teaching it, it only helps me even more. And that's why I teach it. I don't teach it to change you. I don't teach it to change anybody else. I teach it to change me. It comes from my heart. Okay, that's my episode for today. I hope you liked it. Be sure to share it with somebody who can maybe benefit from this. And next week, we will be talking about a mental diet.
Let's promise we'll go through all the steps. It's just going to be a week later than I expected. So, until then, I'll see you next time. Peace out.